Here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. Um, this episode has hopefully better audio. Number 89, everybody. Word of the day. Word of the day is wet. Welcome to Dad So Hard. Cue music. What a terrible Danny, word of the day. Is that a word? Was that a bad word of the day? Wet? Wet? I mean, I don't mind it, but, you know, people's minds go to crazy places. Listen, we're going to call. People uh, are very immature. Call, we are very not mature. Myself, gonna, <laughs> not myself. Not, not us, but other people. There's a lot of mature fathers out there, and there are a lot of immature fathers. Yeah. Uh, and for all of them, we would like to welcome them to Dad So Hard. Uh, I'm yeah, Vinny Dunleavy. Yeah, and I'm Danny McCartney. And today's episode, uh, uh, I, the word of the day I said was wet. And I'm going to, I think I'll be naming this episode uh, 89 Hot Wet Winter. This is actually the first time we, I think we've named an episode in an episode. It's very meta. What's with the 89? It's episode 89. Oh, uh, I thought like, <laughs> I don't know, you were referring to the year that I was born. Oh, well, maybe. No, I, I wasn't born in 89. <laughs> I'm not that young. No, 89, you'd be that, oh, oh, oh yeah, 89, you'd be yeah, yeah, much yeah, younger. Idiot. Yes, yeah. uh, no, I can't, I forgot. No, no, 89. Oh, so, excuse the yawn this early in the morning. How, how, I can't how even do simple math. I thought 89, my wife was born in 80, and she's 40, and then I thought you are younger than her. So then I was like, oh, you're probably born in 89, but you're born in 85. Yep, nailed it. And then, yeah, so you're not, so it's only, you're not that much, if 89 would have only made you four years younger. Yeah, still four years, man. That goes from turning 36 to turning 31 or 32. Like, yeah, I mean, listen, Danny, I'm, four, I'm turning 47. That puts me on the right side of 35. That's good. Okay. Listen, that'd be nice. It would be nice, but uh, I'm on the wrong side of 50. I'm, uh, no. three, I'm three years away. Three years. That's, That's the right I... side of 50, you dumb. Yes, I'm on the right side of 50. Yeah, but I'm on the wrong side because I'm get, it's getting closer to me. Once you hit it, it's like you got to like embrace. You, I feel like you can only say that with like the five. Like you can only like you're like once you hit the zero, you're not on the right or wrong side of it. It's the right or the wrong side of the five. So like you'd be on the right or the wrong side of 35, 45, you know, because oh. then you're closer to the next decade. Yes, correct. Correct. Because I think once you hit the decade, I also think you need to embrace it. It's about embracing. Yeah, you're done. Decade. There's no going back to the you can't correct. change the number that starts with your age. That's <laughs> Uh, agreed. So listen, everybody, if you're listening to this and you have no clue who we are, we are two friends, two fathers, two gentlemen who like to say we work hard, play hard, and dad harder. And we celebrate yeah. dad life. Just talk and, about some dad stuff, you know. We we, about some dad stuff. We've been helping dads be better dads since uh, 2018. <laughs> is that, is that, wait, it's, it's 20, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, God, circa, circa, that brings you back to when we were younger, when when we had younger faces. This is our third year, I think. Yeah, it's our. It's, it could be our fourth year, third season, I think. Fourth year. No. Yeah, 2018, 2019, 2020. We're in 2021. That's four years. But we haven't like at May. Then we'll be on our fourth year. Yes. Okay. Yes. Technically, Come on, if, man. You've been, if you listen to us, like, this is like a math lesson today with you. <laughs> it's so early for me. Uh, but so let's just say, first of all, if you have 
followed us from the beginning and you have heard every one of our guests. You have seen us evolve from a live show uh, to uh, a Zoom show to everything in between. We have pivoted, we have evolved, we have innovated throughout the entire time. And we are enormously grateful for every single person who has ever listened commented and sent us an email a text we love the text messages we love review those are big the what the reviews those are the reviews are huge on on itunes every review we love i actually think we should start reading them just to give our fans a shout out and acknowledge. i read them all the time Uh, maybe we'll do maybe somewhere in the middle of this danny you can pull them up and we can just quote some and and i don't read them all the time i just wanted to make you look bad (laughs) (laughs) i think we should sell we should celebrate our fans that are actually writing it and it's a shout out um, but if you want to, so Danny, if somebody wanted to get in touch with us and wanted to uh, 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 not troll us, but yep. uh, celebrate us, how would they do that? Yeah, a simple answer. They can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I wanted to see how long we could go without giving all the social handles. Uh, that would be on Instagram, Facebook at Dad So Hard Podcast, Twitter at Dad So Hard Pod. You can go ahead and email us. Uh, that's a hard podcast at gmail.com. Um, oh, the website, which we'll get into a little more new details on the website. We are dad so hard.com. Or like Vinny said, you know, rate the shit out of us, review us, give us some information that way. Tell us how much you love us. And yeah, we it, can you know, only it does improve, wonders for us. We can only improve if you tell us. And that assumes that we read what you tell us. So maybe yeah, we'll do And that. then at the end of the day, if we don't like what you said, we're just not going to listen to it. So, but at least you feel like you've probably been heard. Right. And if we, we may make changes and we may make up feedback that qualifies that change, that's something that we would do. So uh, it's all on the table, whether it's true or not. We are here to celebrate us and you and do something. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to mess around with the with with the iTunes podcast. I can't even figure out how to get to the reviews. But anyway, we'll get on with the show but that, so let's not get started on that yeah if anybody's apples listening they don't make it easy um but uh listen we have some and we're gonna get to some two two breaking news alerts during this podcast but the first thing we wanted to talk about and this is really hot off the presses march 2021 northeast tri-state new york tri-state area uh single day daycation advice for every family that is out there whether your kid is i would say in the ages of four to uh i don't know in in their 20s and beyond um two weeks ago danny we took what i would argue is one of the best staycations i, I don't know if it's covid related that i that's loved not it a so staycation much. it was a staycation because i stayed home i didn't go more than like an hour away oh okay okay well like a staycation I, mean, I believe is a vacation that you is a single day vacation activity where you operate like you're a oh, tourist see, see for me a staycation is staying at home like taking off work but staying at home that's not no that is not a state that is that is just staying at home it's not a staycation a staycation is like okay if you go to staten island and like say in the morning i'm just gonna tell you i we, we won't you're wrong and we'll let the viewers decide oh this is gonna be <laughs> we're listeners. not even gonna get to where we went because we're going to debate <laughs> this you are so that's Google, what i'm saying google staycation a staycation you're, in new york city is going to the I'm empire looking state up right now you're going to be so pissed no, it's not. A staycation is if you live in New York and you take a week off of, a week off of work and you spend the week going to Broadway shows, the Empire State Building. Oh, you're so you're going to be so pissed. That's a staycation. OK, it looks it's, like we're both right. It looks like if you sit in your house, if you sit in your house, you're not doing anything. Listen, listen, is a period in which an individual or family stays home 
and partic and participates in leisure activities within day trip distance of their home and does not work. Yes, within day trip distance of their home. That means <laughs> they actually leave their home. Yeah, but uh, there's also the part that said stay home. So but, uh, listen, at the end of the okay, I, I'm going to win right. this We're one. We're both right. We're both right. A vacation is when you uh, the the premise is that on a Yours vacation. Yours is more of a daycation. I was a, this was a daycation. Okay, you're, I'll change. You're, I did you're, a daycation. Yours is a daycation. So uh, uh, suspense <laughs> is killing people where we went, but it is cold here in the Northeast. So last week we decided to go to the American Dream Mall in the Meadowlands. So for anybody who lives up in here, it is the big white, um, giant, giant, giant white building off of, uh, I think, the New Jersey Turnpike. Or not, not the Turnpike. Uh, maybe I-95. Right next to the Meadowlands. Yeah. It's been built for like 20 years. It took this thing to be built and it opened about a year and a half ago. Right, COVID destroyed, really, I think, hurt the retail part of it. But it, um, yeah, it has also three. Hurt the vacation part of it, too. It also, cor correct. It hurt everything. COVID just fucked everything. Uh, but it is open. So, number one, the mall is open. There's not many stores in it. But uh, the beauty is, I don't even I don't even care about the shopping. There are actually activities open in the mall and it is anchored by three large places there is and most people i think know it for the indoor ski mountain that has um and then it has two theme parks mm -hmm. one nickelodeon universe uh which is uh i think i've talked about this earlier in an earlier episode because we went before covid uh it's like roller coaster rides almost like a yeah, giant yeah, yeah. nickelodeon carnival i yep. recommend it um, it actually is good, but it's not. It's good for like slightly older kids because it actually did have wild. The whole thing that blows my mind about this place is the intensity of the rides in now both Nickelodeon and the water park. Way better than you could ever imagine. So good, if you haven't like been to Nick, I would too. Like you're gonna go and have fun too. A hundred percent. So we then went to yeah. and because it just opened a few months ago, the DreamWorks water park at American Dream, and uh, uh. It was myself, my wife, our nanny, our au pair, and our two kids. Uh, and my kids, if you, ha if you if you do not remember or know, they are a six and a nine year old. So first and fourth grade. Uh, 69. Uh, yeah. And they're not and they're not even into uh, they're not really not into rides, uh, although I was really into the rides. So uh, we went in. It's operating at 30 percent capacity. So this is really what I have learned in 20 currently in 2021 is there is a real late breaking opportunity to get your ass to any major theme park that is only open to 25% capacity. Cause this is the best time I hate, hate, well, hate sitting on lines. I hate it. And well, I don't think, let me say something too, real quick, just from like a Disney guy third, like the other thing that you start to realize is you don't realize how many people 30% actually is. Like you say 30%, I would, if you told me to guess the percentage that was there, I would guess 50%. Did you feel like the same? Like if you had to guess, would you say it was about 50%? Yeah, like it if, feels if more than 30% would feel. So it's a good point because I walked in and I said, first thing I said to the guy is, what am I in for today? How many people are going to be in this joint? And so I yeah. knew going in, I, I, I was biased to the fact that I knew what I was looking at was at max, at their max capacity, which probably was going to hit around 2 o'clock in the afternoon when it opens at 10. At max capacity, it was going to be 30%. I would say that at 30%, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, when I looked around at the wave pool, and this thing had a ginormous wave pool, almost the size of a football field. Like, this thing was big, and I've been to some wave pools. Uh, I would say that I was shocked that it was 30%. It looked more like 50, 50-plus, 50 
there was still a lot of space. But what blew my mind was if it was open to max capacity, there is no way I would be spending $80, roughly averages out to $80 a person yeah. per day there. No, oh, way. no, no way. Miserable. It would be, you'd be miserable. And so to me, if you want to get 150% of the value out of your money in this place uh, for a day vacation, you get your ass in the car early. You arrive right at 10 o'clock. You don't need a cabana because they sell these cabanas that I thought I was like, oh, I don't want to be with the people. Let me put my ass in a cabana. But at 30% capacity, you get there at 10 o'clock. You don't need it. You, yeah. you get your chairs. You're fine. There's enough chairs for everybody. Um, but I get on a really busy day. On a normal, in a normal world, you probably need a cabana. But in this world right now, no cabana. You wake up, you get there at 10 o'clock, you throw your stuff in a locker. We actually just put all of our stuff, I felt safe enough to put it in our chairs. And you're good to go. And from and like that first hour, I was hitting rides by myself, zero line, walk up the awesome. giant stairs, go down the ride. Every ride impressed me. I grew up going to Splish Splash. I work there on Long Island, so that- water park. That's what um, I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask. I was like, "What's the comparison?" Oh, better no. splash. Or you've probably been there. Um, you ever go to Action Park? Yes, I've been to Action Park. I actually thought in. in I'm like uh, just young enough to have missed Action Park. Oh my god, Action Park! So. The disaster. The disaster that was Action yeah. Park. Uh, this actually was. I would. I almost. And I said this to my wife that day. I almost compared to rides to like a safer version of Action Park. Because Ooh. I was shocked at See, how that's a draw right there, Danny. These these rides and the way I described it was, if you go to a normal water park and like we went on, me and the O'Hara pair went on one of the tube rides. It was like it was like four people max, but just the two of us rode it. And like halfway through it, I was you you do another big turn. There's a big dip. I was like, oh my god, that was great. Assuming it was over, and then all of a sudden, get another twenty seconds of the ride, and it and the way I described it in my brain was almost every ride was that extra thing that you feel like is normally missing from a water park ride. Cause I yeah. find water park rides, you go twist and turn, twist and turn. And you just, you, when you hit the pool at the bottom, you're like, fuck, that was awesome. I just wish I had another 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah. I don't want to wait on line again. Craig, you don't want to wait on line again. And the lines are so long that if you're, especially at a normal place, you write, you wait on a line for 25 minutes. You don't want a yeah. 25 second ride. Every one of these rides. And what was fascinating was that because it's indoors and there's a roof, they actually build them like all the rides are sort of in these two corners. And so they looked very small. So going into it, I actually thought they were going to be quick. Like every time I went on the ride, I was like, it's going to be like, whatever it is, another ride, bing, bing, boom. I'm going to get to the bottom and not be excited. Like I'm not, it, it takes a lot to turn me on. Every one of these rides, I was like, oh my God, I would do that again. That was phenomenal. And I was, it was almost fascinated for me to be so excited. And I even realized in the wave pool, like, like a splish splash has two wave pools. This thing was like twice, like Emily would get into the wave pool and go all the way to the far back where the waves come out. It's easily a two minute walk to get there. Like it is a far, this wave pool had to at least be like 75 yards. It could have been a hundred yards. Like it was, a, it was a, from start to finish. The thing was ginormous. Um, and then even the solo rides, like you had, you, there was one where you had to, uh, you got a, uh, you went, some of them you go feet first. Some of them you lay on a mat. Yep. Every yep. one of them was thrilling. Uh, for an adult, I think you would uh, you would be thrilled. Their number one ride is like a toboggan ride where it's the water rides where you sit in like a uh, almost like a bobsled and then the water shoots you up and down like in hills. 
Uh, but the way they did it was it, you're up in the air and you're sort of riding around the roof of the outside of the water park. And so you have this great view and you're going around like the outer edge. Um, and it's themed after uh, it's all DreamWorks movies. So that one is themed after how to how to tame a dragon. Um, and so oh, wow. you're sort of like, I just got it. DreamWorks. Yeah, so it's DreamWorks. So it's like Shrek. The corner, there's Madagascar theme. Yep. It could have been the, the whole place could have had a little bit more theming, in my opinion, yeah. compared to Disney. I'm, uh, a, I'm a big theme guy. It, it, they I, could I don't have, know what I, it is. It makes it so much more enjoyable for me. Correct. And I thought they did. It, it's, it's not Disney. Do they do a decent job? Yes. Could there be more? Well, look, here's the thing. To your point, it's it's an hour or two away if you're in the tri-state area. You don't have to stay overnight. Like, that's a huge draw. So it's like, oh my God. yeah, why, why would you even try to compare it to Disney? Like, you're not, you, you know, it's, of course, it's not going to be Disney. It's not a week-long vacation type place. For a day, it's meant to go for a couple hours. Quick, we, we, should, we left our house at like roughly 9 o'clock in the morning. You can bring a bag in. So we, we brought, we, since it's cold out, I said, everybody put their bathing suit on, clothes over your bathing suit. We brought a bag of towels. You can rent towels there, but why bother to bring your own towels? Um, we got there. We QR code. They take your temperature. Everybody gets a temperature check going in. Uh, we got to our, we found two chairs up by the front of the wave pool, put all of our stuff down, took our clothes. You, you can go to the changing rooms. We just decided to go right to the chairs, take our clothes off, leave our jackets there. And then it was like by three o'clock, we, we had the food there was decent. There was pizza. I mean, you could probably, we brought snuck some snacks. Uh, but the food, I didn't think the food was even now, even that I don't think the food was unreasonably priced. Like, you know, maybe it was like 10 bucks for a cheese pizza for the kids. Um, and then my daughter was in the wave pool for four hours of the day. I mean, that she didn't what she did. The, there's a lazy river, the lazy river, even the lazy river, Danny. All uh, of a sudden, you, you I took away my question. I had two questions for you. One uh, was going to be, is there a lazy river? Because I'm thinking indoor. I'm thinking not that big, right? No, no. This, it's deceivingly. I actually thought on the photos. Don't even go to the website, people, because the photo. Well, that's what I was river. looking at right now. The photos no, it make it look like, like it's like, like a minute. Yeah, it looks lazy, like a tiny little park. No, no. It, it, it's really deceivingly big. So the lazy river. Yeah, it's not. And it, this is a better it. like media manager. Correct. I, I actually think who. it should be called the not so lazy river because there is about a 40 to 50 foot stretch of it where you turn a corner. And what they do is they make it like a rapid where all of a sudden the thrusters go on and they speed Ooh, you through a section. Nice. And so there's like all these. It's like it's like you get the water. You get the typical like bubbles and the water spraying on your face and this. But then they just figure out a way to do two or three different things to a lazy river and, and the lazy river. They don't make you get off. So once you hit the once like you go that. around the, the and you get to the opening again, I we went on through you three or four rides and no pressure. You stay in your tube, do what you want. And you keep going. So, um, and so Emily did the Lazy River twice, did the wave pool. And as a nine-year-old, she doesn't like rides. She was fine. Shane did a couple rides. I did put him on one. This is the bed. This is a dad debate, Danny. So I went on one of the family tube rides. I forced him to go out with me and Amara pair. The one thing I'd say about this place, also from a workout standpoint, because you're sort of in flat ground and it's not built into nature, in order to get on most of the rides, you got to walk up two, three, four flights. One of them, they have one, they have the largest single drop one, which it looks like it's probably nine stories up in the air. I think it's 150 feet single down. That's the one ride I did not do. Um, but I, you walk up, typically you walk up three flights of stairs is a lot of walking <laughs> upstairs. Um, so I got Shane on one, but you know how you sit there with your butt in the bottom and you're holding on? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with how pushed, tubes work. Yeah, as soon as we got pushed down, Shane's body sort of got scrunched up and he like was a little bit lower in it. 
And then he just got wrecked the entire ride. Water was hitting him. Uh, he got destroyed. So when, t- by, when we got to the bottom of the ride and we go to get out, um, my as a six-year-old, and we all know sometimes they don't use the best words, he did have some choice words that I cannot repeat. Um, I, I should not be repeating, but it, it led with a, an F in, a B. There was a lot of, he just went off and started cursing at me about how terrible the father I, I was. I love that. He just went on a tirade oh. after the ride. And, and then it was like, I am never riding a ride again. This is why, I mean, I, I could have scarred him for life, uh, but I figured you got to push them out of their comfort zone. Got to, got to. And so I could have been a terrible father, but I didn't yell at him. Gonna said, be, you know he's going to be 20 by the time he tries it again. Oh, he might be, but, I, but I did not. I, I, I said, you know what? I don't like using those words, but I get it. You tried yeah. something different. You didn't like it. You're pissed at me. Let's go back to the lazy river or the wave pool. Um, and they had a blast. But so it was, I just think for a day uh, and you, you realize like we could have left even earlier, but like for me, if you're a family of four and it's roughly say 80 bucks, you know, somewhere between like 65 to 80 a person based on adult or kids pricing $400 for a Saturday or a Sunday escape. Now, if you want to be money on it, what I, cause I like to talk to the workers wherever I am, spoke to all the lifeguards. They all agreed. If you sneak out during the week, nobody is there. So my other advice would be right now, if you really Take are saying you can squeamish about COVID, Rip your kids out of school. Don't even tell them. Just surprise them. Wake up in the morning. Go put your bathing suit on. Why? Don't worry well, about it. Well, first of all, you hit the nail on the head right there. That's just that's just a dad slash parent trick. You can't tell your kids more than a day in advance of something because at least my kids, they'll fucking hound you. When are we doing this? When are we doing that? Because they have no concept uh, of day and time, right? So like anytime, we, like we'll if we're going on like an actual vacation, we'll tell them like a week before or whatever. But like, if it's a day thing and, or especially if they're getting pulled out of school, we will not tell them until we are getting them in the car. Correct. <laughs> no, you, yeah, it'll be, it's a nightmare. Cause well, one, they'll either tell their teacher or two, they won't <laughs> stop bothering the shit out of you. Is today the day we're going to the park? Is today? No, it's in a fucking month, buddy. Relax. Are we doing this every day until then? Correct. No, you, you can't. But, but I would I would say go during the week. And on that point, Danny, we've already screwed up because we're going to Florida on spring break at the end of the at the end of the month. And nice. we are going to we are going to Disney for a couple of days, taking yeah. your lead on it. I will be we we bought our um, we had to buy our individual tickets for each park. You know, you got to plan all this stuff ahead of time. So, I mean, normally you really do. But uh, now you really, really have to do. Uh, I had the big idea to tell my kids, hey, but we're going to go. Say- I will say the good thing we'll we'll get into we'll do a deep Disney maybe in the next episode. Um, but I will say like the fact that they the things that they changed are for somewhat the better. Like you can't do fast passes. So you don't have a lot of the stress of booking of planning your Disney trip ahead yeah, of because time. It's, because it's like, easy. You don't have to the sit only... down and be like, okay, well, we're gonna go on this trip at two o'clock yeah. and or this this ride at three o'clock. So we have to go to this park today. You know, you just have to pick your park and then yeah, enjoy so it. far the only negative experience we've had is we we bought our tickets about seven weeks out from when we're leaving. Hollywood yeah. Studios already sold out. Yeah. So we can't get in there. It's Star Wars, man. It, it, that was it's already sold out. So we're doing we're gonna do Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and Magic Kingdom. Uh but the other weird thing about it is, and I don't know if it's because of capacities. Not one restaurant. We went every. We went through the, the 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 restaurant reservation finder again. It's like six or seven weeks out. Everything. There's no seats available in any restaurant any given day you at any point. That is too though. That's a lot of locals, because a lot of locals will have an annual pass. They'll go f- to, to a restaurant, um, 
Oh, to eat? Like the locals just go there to yeah. eat? Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it's, like, it, it's locals and bloggers. So they're actually uh, trying to figure out a situation to like not avoid bloggers, but like to 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 benefit the everyday people like you and I. Because I mean, like just, we're I, the I ones that are the going and spending the money. Yeah, the bloggers are make... going, posting it, and then leaving. They're not they're not like they're not Disney's not cashing in on the bloggers. Yeah, because in order to get the reservation, I think you can make it only they must I'm assuming like three months before the day they want to go, they log on, like whatever the, the opening of the yeah. the date is. But I was shocked that like we literally went. I was like, go eight o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock at night and find if any if there's any place in Epcot that has a reservation. And it was just shocking that yeah, like it's it, 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 ago, I'm telling you, it's a, it, it that's what it is. It's a lot of locals and it's a lot of like the bloggers and influencers. All you got to do it's annoying, but like it, you you download the Disney app and just every now and then just check it and stuff yeah. opens. Well, up. we figure we're gonna eat we're gonna eat late breakfasts and get our stomachs full, and then we'll eat we'll eat at a, a like a to go a to go lunch at the park. And then have snacks, and then we'll just do dinner exactly. on campus because they're, they're all clo- they close early. You do two meals, early. and then you eat snacks in between. Yeah, so we should be good. But so I made my kids. We went. YouTube has a ton of videos on like top ten things to do at every park, and we watched like we're watching like the top ten things to do in Animal Kingdom. I thought it would be a good way to get them excited over vacation. What do you think, Danny? On a scale of on the scale of good idea or bad idea, making my kids watch a get ready to go to Disney video series on YouTube. What do you think that ended up being for me? I mean, your tone makes me think it was a bad idea. <laughs> it, was a, <laughs> it was a fucking terrible idea. Uh, I sat there and my kids looked up from their cell phones, which I demanded them to put down. They were like, we don't want to do this. And I was like, can you please watch the videos? And then all they did was like, oh, that was boring. I don't want to go on a ride. Oh, that's scary. Who wants to do that? Do we really have to go to Florida? Now we have already paid for this trip and I'm looking at them yeah. like, you ingrates. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've raised two monsters in that regard. I was like, I'm like, you're going to go and you're going to like it. So now I feel like I have to go and force, and you don't want to, when you force fun on a child, it's like the worst. Oh, brutal. The worst. Brutal. Uh, terrible. You know what? That, that, that is, that is, uh, that's like um, forcing them to take family pictures. Like that, they have the same type of reaction. Correct. Like we're we're a happy family, and we are gonna show the fucking world that we're a happy family. You stand still and you smile for this picture. That's like, yeah, like, like yeah, Disney's them. Disney's about fun. You better have fun. Um. So get so that so uh, we will talk more about that though, because you're gonna have to give me some Disney prep as it gets closer. Yeah. Uh. But uh, the other before uh, as uh as we get into the last this is the second half of the show. There's not much more, but we got two hot topics to talk about. I, say, I don't know about second half. Second half, we're almost done. We're almost done, but there's some breaking news we cannot discuss because this happened yesterday. We don't usually get a lot of breaking news on this show, but for anybody who is a, a, a not, a, I'm not a giant reader, but there is one author in my life that I actually find as a 47 year old man is on my level. Who do you think that author is, Danny? <laughs> who do I read? Uh, my, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, he is my man. He is my guy. I love his books. And I wake up this morning to see that six of his beloved books have been canceled uh, in the world of cancel culture uh, for being hurtful and wrong. Now, we don't get really political on this show, but this this now uh, uh, really crosses all boundaries because we're talking about Dr. Seuss. And these books were written in the 50s where the world was very different. And I looked at the titles of these books and there's only one that we actually own. I'm going to see Danny. You tell me how many of these books you either have read or own. You only own one Dr. Seuss book? No, no. Of the six. Oh, one of these titles. Got of it, the six it. of these titles. I'm going to read the title. So if anybody out yep. there, 
because I didn't recognize them. All, I know one. I, I, I know one that was one. One that I know. So that one was and arguably one I, of the most famous ones. Well, so you tell me which one you think it was. So here are the six. And to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. If I ran the zoo, That's a phenomenal book. I've never read it. If I ran the zoo, very good. Never read it. McGilliot's Pool. Never read that. On Beyond Zebra. Never read that. Scrambled Egg Super, which is an abbreviated title. Yeah. Because it's like Super Duper Deluxe, Peter DeLuber. Yeah. Uh, and The Cat's Quizzer. I have oh. read one. I own one and read one of those books. Which ones? Which one? I, for think? some reason, I thought One Fish, Two Fish was the one that was getting nope. canceled. That is, that's still but my guess well of those was the zebra one. You Oh, you own the zebra one? No, no, no. That's my guess of which one was canceled. No, all six of those were canceled. Oh, really? Yeah, those were all the six. Wait, those are the six. And that to were think I saw it on Mulberry Street was canceled. That's like a fucking awesome book. I see. I've, sure I, I've, I I've never read that one. But I believe that is one of the examples. So the examples why they're being canceled. And this is the weirdness of the article is I said, OK, well, give me the details. What is it? Are yeah. these books like inherently and uh, uh, they do have characters in them that have what they'll call black and Asian racist images because they're they're just poor stereotypes back in the 50s yeah. of, of of Asian and uh, uh, black Americans, which is never or not even black Americans, just black people, which is also very terrible. Um um, and nothing good. But I've thought about in my brain. I was like, couldn't they have just like republished them and like changed the picture? Because a lot of it's not. It sounds like it's not the wording. It's the photo of what mm -hmm. they're doing, because one, it's like a, an Asian character with small eyes and chopsticks, which is obviously yeah. a, a, a stereotype people used to do in the 50s and earlier and not good. And then another one was um, a couple of black. I don't know if they're supposed to be animals or people, but they didn't have shoes on and their hair were in a bun. So they looked more like stereotypical African, uh, which is also not good. Um, but then they, those are the only two examples in all these articles. So Holy I shit. actually and own, to think I saw it on Mulberry Street is eight hundred dollars now on Amazon. Oh no, these yeah you can't. They're not so you, they're not publishing that anymore. So you can't you can't buy an original copy. Holy we shit. own Scrambled Eggs, Super Delooper, Peter Deluxe, blah blah blah. Uh, I honestly have to go read the book again because I've read this book a million times. I don't know what in it. I have to figure out what in it is inappropriate, and my guess is there's probably. We, there's some weird imagery that probably isn't that appropriate, but uh, Dr. Seuss, all this stuff was like psychedelic. And I think it goes to, to me, when you look at anything written in the 50s, 60s and 70s, all that stuff had hidden meetings that were the person writing it. Yeah. I wonder if they even knew from that time, like like Looney Tunes and Disney cartoons. Oh, my oh God. They're all terrible. People beating each other up characters. I mean, there, uh, there's latent there's latent racism and bias in a lot of this stuff in the 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, and 80s. And I feel like, and some of these articles are like, we should learn from it and read it and not pretend that it didn't exist, but actually, gay. Hey, why is that wrong, right? And I think maybe they publish yeah. the books and they write a disclaimer on the front that says, you know, this book, like, educate somebody on, hey, while you're reading this, please note these things at the time were normalized. Now they are not, right? Like, I just think there's a better way of handling it than, like, hiding things. It doesn't make sense to me. So so I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and yes, again, not to get political. And I am a Disney fan, so maybe I'm biased. But if you have or haven't noticed, if you there's certain things on, on Disney, um, like so on Disney Plus, uh, like some of their older stuff, like so Peter Pan, for example, they put a disclaimer rather than just take things down. They put a disclaimer on like pretend that these things didn't exist. Um, 
so it's, it has this disclaimer. It says these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Yes. That, and that's me where I think Dr. Seuss, rather than, they could, they, listen, yeah. so r- rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. So basically giving people the op- option and opportunity, you can continue watching this, but just know that this is going to be in it. And we acknowledge that it's wrong instead of just fucking taking it down and pretending it never existed. Like that's, I, I, I think that's wrong. Like give people the choice to, do they want to watch it? Do they want to not? I don't think it's going to make someone racist by watching Peter Pan. <laughs> and I also think their kids ask like my daughter, every time we watch the news and something gets canceled or something, she's like, well, why? Yeah. And then you now, have to have the conversation. About, like, well, are getting gonna, in, exactly. Well, so now teach, we have to get in these yeah. conversations about, um, well, this thing was just removed. Now I have to think of how I'm going to teach this and tell this to my child. This disclaimer is perfect. That gives you, this is wrong. Don't think like, so now when that scene comes up, you can now say to your kid, like, Hey, this is the bad part of that movie. Don't pay attention to that. that that's a stereotype. This is why it's wrong. Correct. Like you have to be able to say to them, it's canceled they because there was a time wrong. in this country. Yes. Like it is inappropriate to refer to, that it's inappropriate to like i think Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to race relations you need to educate your kids on why you don't want to refer something bad stereotypes are best to come up to be able to have a conversation about why it's wrong and why you shouldn't do that and what's the right thing to do if it doesn't come up at all they're never even going to know that that um like what the wrong thing is to be right and so yes and it's like so it's it's a little it's like a this, the cancel culture. It also happened to, I guess, the other thing I think people thought was dramatic about it is it happened on Dr. It's, Seuss's it's, birthday. It's like knee-jerk reactionary. Like no well, one's putting thought into how we're going to correct this. And it's just like, well, fucking take it out of there. Don't let people see it. Correct. And most, yeah, I know 100%. I mean, they said they've been talking about it for a while, which I think is odd. I also think it, it happened on his birthday, which seems odd. And um, yeah. I'd want to see the sales of these. This could be a I mean, I hope this is not a PR stuff. A marketing ploy? Yeah, uh, I mean, something's not. happening. But um, but I do think there was a way to keep the books alive and yet make, to your point, somehow put a disclaimer on them. Because the, they question, because of course, the, all these articles go into the fact that there are other books that have inherent, indirect uh, things as well. So like, yep. it's like they singled out these six and da-da-da. So I just think it's better. I'd rather have, uh, I think we should be having conversations about why these stereotypes are inappropriate rather than just exactly. avoid having them because a kid is never going to like people need to know that it is wrong to do these things. So if you have these books, uh, I'm going to read, I'm going to look at my super duper eggs, eggs yeah. book and, and figure out what is wrong in it because um, they're just, they're just talking about two, every article. And I've read like five, seven, seven or 10 of them. Now they're all referring to the same two examples, uh, which don't do anything for, which I understand are wrong. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, they know. I want to know what what's in the other books, um, and it's it's, it's probably, it'll probably take me weeks since I'm not a big reader. My reading comprehension is terrible. Um, so uh, the last breaking news we need to talk about before we go is uh, if you have been visiting wearedadsohard.com, there is an updated button that says the word shop. Oh yeah, Danny, you can. Would buy you like to explain now. to people? The phenomenal, phenomenal. This may be a vacation for you. Take yeah. a vacation. So, so take a take a trip to that website. We are dadsohard.com. Uh, get your credit card information ready. And uh, we got some pretty good uh, Dad So Hard merch. We got sweatshirts, fanny packs, T-shirts. Um, I think there's some flip-flops on there. We're going to be adding stuff, taking it down, putting it up, taking it down. So check out the shop button. Yeah. 
and really there's size there's already sizes that are stuff. not available yeah things so things are so selling out they're, they're going quick um get it while it's hot get it while you can rep our brand that you love that you know um, yeah, we, so check we, it we out have, check out the shop um and we'll keep updating it so this is going to be ongoing want, but it's just breaking west. news right now so yeah if yeah, you want if you, something dm us email us tell us what you'd like to see uh we're here to serve yeah we we are now fashion designers we are not just podcast and we're trying to you know we're trying to we're trying to make a little money, put a little, put a little cash in our pockets so we can continue taking these vacations. <laughs> we want this podcast does not come cheap. If you listen to last week's audio, you can tell that we need some yeah. support. So people have already been buying because this audio on this week is better. So we upgrade. It is amazing. So, so again, it's wearedadsohard.com. Click on the shop button and you'll and be brought to our, our little store. And all proceeds uh, uh, go to help continue. Uh, Dad, so the growth of Dad So Hard Nation, helping educate uh, American fathers uh, to celebrate ourselves, and if anybody, uh, and to get single guys out there who who are afraid of being a dad to not be so afraid. If our mission yeah. is to embrace fatherhood, we want all you dudes out there to embrace yeah, it. Just, and we want you wives to tell your dads to step it up, turn to your husband. Yeah. We're just trying You're, to get. We're we're just here trying to get guys to have sex and have kids. Correct. So, so if you're listening to, to this. And you are a woman. Go make a baby. Go, you, 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 you forward this to your husband or boyfriend or spouse, and you say, listen to this episode. You need to step up your dad game. And you need to subscribe. You need to follow these guys on all platforms. And you need to take some load off my back. We need dads helping their wives more. This is what it's about, boys and girls. Well, I so, think this is um, a great episode. We love it. This is a big, this is a big one. So uh, it's a hot, wet winter out there, everybody. Enjoy it. Go enjoy it. And it's the beginning. It's the Ides of March. It's the beginning. Let's do it, everybody. We love you. Peace. Thanks, Alice.